Hello Libra friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Libra April 2022 Astrology Must Knows Horoscope Forecast. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com to interface with all the free goodies I make for you each month and there are a lot of them, you don't want to miss anything. If you are watching me on YouTube, wonderful, I've been doing YouTube horoscopes every month for almost a decade now. This year is my 10 year anniversary for doing YouTube horoscopes, so welcome if you're watching me on YouTube and you can click on the little more button with the arrow underneath the video to the bottom right to reveal all the links of places that you can go to do see the things I make for you. Now, also welcome to my very fast-growing syndicated podcast, Astro Kisses. So if you're listening, you can look in the notes below the podcast to see how you can access the other free things I make for you. This is for you if Libra is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Libra placement you watch for. If you're a zealot like me and you go way deep into your chart, what we're going to talk about here is for you if you have Libra placements. If you're a very late degree Libra placement, so like October 15th through the rest of the sign, or like 23 to 25 degrees through the rest of the sign, then I also suggest you listen to or watch my Scorpio report because you late degree people have a more complex read and you can benefit from both the Libra and the Scorpio reports. April is one of my favorite months of the entire year and we're going to get into all of the details of why. First big must know is that we've got almost two times double the sweet aspects compared to the salty ones. This doesn't seem to happen very often and when it does, we really feel it. The stars are speaking the same language, they're in accord, they're celebrating, and there are like 13 opportunities for general kisses. That's not even talking about the ones that you have specific for your Libra placements. That's just in the general transits. So those are little boosts of harmony and magic throughout the month. And there are only around seven little nuisance aspects. We do have a big connection between Jupiter and Neptune, so big in fact that I did a whole separate video on that. I will touch on it briefly, but I suggest that you watch, look, search for Annie Botticelli Jupiter-Neptune conjunction because that is a very big outer planet connection and you want to know all of the details because it will be affecting between Mar March, April, and May with the strongest part in April. All right, so we do have that going on. Another big must know that we're going to go into the details of later is this eclipse. Eclipse season brings major change, big hellos, big goodbyes, activation of your highest expression, clearing of karma. And we will talk about the types of changes that you're likely to see from the general um, perspective and specifically look for where this is going to be in the Libra chart. We'll go into those details after, but first I wanna tell you, big must know is we do have as we started in March, a continuation of the energies in Aries. This is activating the relationship sector for Libra. New relationships, old relationships, new levels to relationships, customers, clients, friendships, romance. This is all active, active, busy, busy, busy for you. Any problems that come up, you have a very good chance of pushing through them to the solutions. And the more you look for the positive solution rather than focus on the conflict, the more you're likely to, to come to that accord. Now, it is also a time where people in your life might need more things from you and you might have a lot of personal things going on. So you have this 180 degree angle where you're being pushed and pulled, you know, your stuff and people, other people's stuff. And, you know, hopefully you'll just have all the balls up in the air and it will be super graceful and you'll activate your superhero mode, which those 180 degree angles can definitely make us do. But just know that you are going to be very busy with your own and other people's things. It can be challenges that you have to address, 
or it can be just super awesomeness that you're showing up for people in your life or collaborating with them or doing things with them or going to deeper levels of your relationship. Next big must know is we still have a lot of Pisces energy and that is activating your sixth house of pets and animals, of health and wellness, of your daily structure and routine. You have the opportunity to work smarter instead of harder, but in order to do that, you have to evaluate your plan and see where there are inefficiencies. There are so many things we do to waste time each day. And if you do a little evaluation of how you're spending your time, you might make a major breakthrough with being able to work less and have better output. Okay, so a little will go a long way in your organizational systems. This is a fantastic time to get your space super clean, either with spring cleaning for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, for my friends down under, fall cleaning. It's a time to get your space sparkling and clear out stuff and get your outer space to match how you want your inner space to be, you know, organized and full of things, as Marie Kondo would say, that spark joy. And clearing out the stuff when you look at stuff and say, ah, I have no resonance with that anymore, might be time to pitch it or actually we'll say, release it with love and gratitude, right? Okay, so that that house is activated for you. And this is an amazing time to look into things for your health and wellness, um, including uh, diagnostics, even surgeries if, if you've been needing that, anything having to do with um, your health and wellness and finding perfect practitioners. You have multiple layers of energy supporting you with finding perfect helpers for your health and your daily um, structures. So, you know, people to help you with house cleaning, people to help you with account- your accountant, anything having to do with a support role that you need to make your life easier and more fulfilling. That's very exciting. So we do have, th- so those energies in the sixth house are a little bit of an awkward angle. So it might be a little bit of a stretch or it might be a little bit, you know, where there's some pressure to just sort of get these things done but you can have fantastic outcomes. Just know that, you know, it might be a little bit awkward in the process of the transition, which is okay, you know, because sometimes new things do have that awkwardness with them. And we are still, you know, in this Aries energy of um, just recently having the Astrological New Year at the end of March, and it is a time for new things, which can be very exciting, but which can, you know, just, it's just a little bit awkward. It's just the basic best way to say it. Something else I'm very excited about, a big must know for Libras now, is that we are from March 3rd to April 27th in one of the only two wide open periods, as I call them, open periods, in the year of 2022, which means that we are free from personal planet retrogrades. Retrogrades tend to bring us inward and backward and cast uncertainty and call things into question and it's hard to plan or see two feet ahead of you. But we're not in that time now. So March 3rd through April 27th, pretty much all of March and April. And then again, June 19th through around August 21st, we are in the only big open periods, free from personal planet retrogrades in the whole year of 2022. So this is a time for active web weaving, the time to put your boats out to sea and the tides will support bringing them out instead of paddling against the tides. Also, anything having to do with engagements, weddings, party plans, big plans, travel, anything that requires meticulous planning. Planning in this March-April period for the mid-June, mid-August, you know, through mid-August period is also something that can be very well supported. 
big purchases, big sales, investments, contracts, anything like that is very well supported. And we have all this Aries energy that increases motivation, ambition, and impetus and also has the stars aligning with the outcomes. So it's a beautiful time when you're wanting to do something, you're ready to do something, you're begging to do something, and the stars are saying, yes, you have a green light to do those things. So it's a very exciting time when that lines up. It's a time where you can actively change your life and put things into motion that will be really, really major in your short-term and long-term experience. Okay, so... The next big must know, well, let's just dive right into it, is the eclipses. First, we're going to talk about what types of things you see at eclipse time, the hallmarks of eclipses. We'll talk about the Taurus and Scorpio eclipse cycle and the types of things you're likely to see. We'll also look at um, when these eclipses happened before so that you can kind of have frames of reference. And then we'll come back and drill down into your chart to see where you are going to experience this in your chart and your life. Okay, so let's talk about some general implications of eclipses and some dates and frames of reference, and then we'll dive into the details about where you're going to see the eclipse changes in your chart and in your life. So eclipses bring big changes. They are connected to the north and south node, which are calculated points on the ecliptic that relate to our highest expression in this lifetime, our dharma, fate and destiny, our karma, and activating our hidden gifts. And so you'll see a very big activation time. You'll feel the hand of the divine at work through synchronicity and non-negotiable trajectory shifts, major hellos and goodbyes, big windows closing and other ones opening. Eclipses tend to bring a lot of stress and drama. They can also bring a massive amount of manifestation, things that you've always wanted in many cases. So it's definitely a time where you feel like your finger is stuck in an electric socket for an extended period of time. So from the middle of March to the middle of June, we are in eclipse season. The eclipses are on April 30th and on May 16th. And this first eclipse is going to be on April 30th. It's a solar eclipse at 10 degrees of Taurus. All right, so this Taurus-Scorpio eclipse cycle started towards the end of 2021. We started to really heat that up September, October of 2021 and really felt it through January of 2022. And we are in this cycle until the end of 2023. Anything can happen from this storyline of the Taurus-Scorpio eclipse cycle at any time during these years. But it does tend to heat up and bring into the forefront, into our consciousness, six weeks before and after the actual eclipses. That's why I said the middle of March, um, and then we've got one on May 16th. So we've got like to the middle end of June. This is our eclipse season, and it's very ripe with the types of things that we just listed. Now, to have a frame of reference as to the types of changes that might occur or storylines, think about the latter part of 2012 through the end of 2014. And also think about early 20, uh, 2004 through mid-2005. It's important to note, and I do often get this question, if something terrible happened then, does it mean something terrible is going to happen now? No, not necessarily, because there were other factors at play at that time, and it's hard to tell what changes 
were due to the combination of factors in those times, which might not be present at this time. But there are definitely themes that occurred at that time that are going to be coming back around now. And we'll go into the details of that for your sign here in a second, but just to kind of give some context, if you remember back to those periods of time and the types of changes that happened then, you might see some parallels, some opportunities to make different choices, some lessons that were learned in that time frame that you are able to come back around now and some patterns of experience even for better or could be for worse that you're still clearing through that could come back around for you to do some more work on. For every sign, Taurus and Scorpio relates to my stuff and our stuff, my individual sustainability, our coupleship or our relationship your resources versus your resources shared with other people like the government or your spouse or your family, inheritances, sweepstakes, winnings, plus your individual income. This is the polarity we're talking about. So the push and pull between me and we and us and our stuff and my stuff is very strong. The material realm versus the intangible spiritual realm are all things that are going to come up into the forefront for all signs. Okay, so now you have more of an idea for the framework for the eclipses. Let's talk about where you're going to experience this. The eighth house is where, from the whole house perspective, Libras will experience this 10 degree solar eclipse in Taurus. Eighth house is, this is where you're likely to see these types of changes, other people's money loans, debt, taxes, inheritances, winnings, earnings, sweepstakes, and anything having to do with sales or investments, finding money, happening upon money, gift money, angel investing, all of that is activated here. So the chance for new fresh money, if you need a mortgage or a refi or some support there, you're very likely to find it. So that is exciting news and that is for all Libra placements. Now, in the Placidus chart, oh, by the way, if you want to go deeper into the potentials in that eighth house, search for Annie Botticelli eclipses in Scorpio or eclipses in the eighth house because the eighth house is a Scorpio house. You can find them on my YouTube homepage on the eclipse um, playlist, or you can just search organically for Annie Botticelli eclipses in Scorpio or eclipses in the eighth house. And that is for all Scorpio placements, okay? And that's also going to give you some insight into how that eclipse in um, May can manifest because you are having the house be activated by the Taurus eclipse. The eighth house is activated by the Taurus eclipse and the sign of Scorpio is activated by the Scorpio eclipse. So you're getting double duty in this eclipse season of, of that. So you really want to watch that um, video. Also watch my eclipses in Taurus video, Annie Botticelli eclipses in Taurus, because that's the sign that this April 30th eclipse is going to be in. Now, from the Placidus perspective, early degree Libra placements, so that's October born, or no, I'm sorry, September born, are the early degree um, placements. In the Placidus chart, you are going to have those in the eighth house as well, okay? Um, September born people or zero to 10 degrees or so. But the October born Libras, from the Placidus chart perspective, you're going to have those energetics in the seventh house. And even those of you who are early degree placements, it's close enough that you might experience a seventh house eclipse energy too. So we'll put it on the list for all Libra placements that you can 
see the eclipses in the seventh house. And this is in your house of relationships, the same energy that's activated by all that Aries energy. So big openings into new relationships, new patterns, new people coming into your life or new levels of relationship are likely. And if you wanna know more about how I've seen those manifest, you can look for eclipses in Libra. Annie Botticelli eclipses in Libra or eclipses in the seventh house to see of how those might manifest. Okay, so I've given you lots to work with to help you make the most of the energies this month and to help you understand the energetic patterns at work and play. And if you'd like more resources, I've got all of these here. You can additionally go to the little more button, the little arrow underneath the bottom right of the video, click on that, and all of the links that I'm giving you here will be clickable, right? So if you're looking for reading options, including a beautiful, very detailed 45-minute audio of your birth chart for $33 from my brilliant husband, you can find that at AnnieBClarity.com. You can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter. This is where you can access running a free birth chart. This is where you access my 28-day in-depth virtual coaching program called Shine for free. This is also where you'll find tons of blogs and you get lots of other perks for being on my newsletter list. If you're looking for written horoscopes by me, always up a month early, you can go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com. If you haven't seen this site, go to it. It is so beautiful. We've got me and my team have lots of amazing astrology inspired blogs and healthy living blogs. We've got hypnosis for all the signs. We've got healing frequencies for all the signs. I've got the written horoscopes that I write. We have yoga for all the signs. So it's just a very beautiful comprehensive site. If you're looking for free courses on how to manifest money and um, wellness you can go to loomlife.com, my school, Luminous Life Multiversity, L-U-M-L-I-F-E. You can also find my astrology education courses here, including my behemoth of a master course called Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course, which you can fully utilize even if you don't want to be a professional astrologer, but it certainly will get you up to the level where you could be and show you how to make your business a success. And payment plans are available there too. Now, I've also got two books out and more on the way, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. You will find this on the bookshelves in all major booksellers, including all the books a million, all the Barnes and Nobles. It's right there on the shelf. Plus, you can get it on Amazon and through any independent bookseller. And you can find Radical Prayer on Amazon and you can order it anywhere as well. So I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.